0: Your favorite PGA and LPGA legends, pros, and top instructors are right here. Every week on Next on the Tee, join Chris as the greats of the game share their stories, insights, and playing lessons. Now, back to Chris and more of the show.
1: All right. Now, back with me and making his fourth appearance on the French Lick Resort guest line is Terry Kaler. Let me remind you about Terry's background. He's from Cuero, uh, Texas, which is a small town southeast of San Antonio, and known for being the turkey capital of the world. Terry graduated with his degree in marketing from Texas A&M. He was the founder and president of Ray, uh, Ray Cook Golf back in 1995. In 2011, he became the founder and president of Score Golf, which produced some of the most innovative wedges with their V-Sole design. 2014, he revitalized the Ben Hogan brand and their and their golf company, becoming president and CEO. He has over half a dozen golf patents and nearly a hundred iron wedge and putter designs to his credit. You know him as the wedge guy. He's got a great blog and he's been doing a lot of great articles there. His latest creation are Edison wedges, which are set to come out very soon. And I'm thrilled to hear more and more about it as he joins me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Terry, thanks for coming back on the show.
0: Hey, Chris, it's good to be here. I want to apologize for my voice. I've got a I woke up yesterday with no voice at all, but I got enough back. I didn't want to cancel on your show, so hopefully your listeners can struggle through with my frog voice tonight.
1: <laughs> I appreciate the effort, Terry. thanks for playing hurt so <laughs> terry you've 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 piqued my interest uh over the last couple of weeks in looking more and more into your edison uh, wedges and and some of the the designs and uh you know with the things you've put together. I know they're not coming out until sometime in the spring, but what you put out there is certainly, you know, sort of sparked my imagination. Tell everybody about what they can look forward to with your new design.
0: Well, I've been on about a 30-year mission to figure out why golfers struggle with their wedges. I've done uh, research with tens of thousands of golfers through my work at SCORE and Reed Lockhart and Eidolon and Ben Hogan. And, uh, asking golfers about their wedge game and their wedge play and, and recreational golfers and tour professionals are, are further apart with wedge play than anything out there in my observation. And again, not every golfer is the same, but the vast majority, based on my research, tell me they hit their wedges too high. They don't get the spin they would like to get. The distance control is a constant struggle. And, you know, I look at these things, I'm going, it's in the golf club. I mean, I'm just going to be very brash and, and bold and tell you that what we're given as golfers are wedges designed for tour players. The major brands all, you know, their their wedges, they talk about number one on tour. They talk about tour authentic. And when you look at a tour player short game, they have honed these skills through thousands and thousands of hours over years of their life to have these magical short games that we see every week on television. And they've done that with wedges that haven't changed much. I mean, I I just encourage you, go to the bargain barrels, look at wedges that are 20 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old. There just is nothing like the difference that you'll see in irons, our fairway woods, our drivers, shoes, cleats, golf balls. Nothing in our bag bears the kind of resemblance to 30-year-old, 40-year-old technology that our wedges do. So my theory on that is is that if I give a tour player a wedge that launches different, spins different, the impact is different around the club face, I'm going to negate all those thousands of hours of practice because he hits it a little low on the toe to make the ball do this and a little high in the face to make it do that and a little low in the heel to make it do this. Recreational golfers, we're just trying to hit it somewhere on the face, and we'd like it to do close to the same thing every time. That's why we've got 460cc drivers. That's why the manufacturers are pushing perimeter weighting and fast faces on our irons so that you can just hit the ball and be satisfied. I have put every major wedge on Iron Byron for 20 years. The robot doesn't lie. I can precisely hit the golf ball on the fourth groove a half-inch toward the toe, a half-inch high, a half-inch toward the I can hit it anywhere I want. And tour design wedges, and I used to be respectfully irreverent, but I'm a little less respectful nowadays because I watch golfers suffer. But tour design wedges have the most volatile smash factor as impact is moved around the face of any club in our bag. And you're listening to your listeners out there. How many of you all play – a tour blade iron, a pure muscle back tour blade iron. Statistically less than 2% of golfers play a club like that because they're tough to hit. But I can tell you on the robot, a tour blade nine iron is way more forgiving than any tour design wedge on the marketplace today. So when you hit that tour wedge a little high in the face, it's not going anywhere. We all know that, right? Right. You feel it, the ball contact is a little high in the face, and it comes up short. You can practice till you're blue in the face. You can take all the lessons you want, but that's built into the golf club. And every PGA Tour, I'm sorry I'm on my soapbox here, but you pulled my screen. (laughs) So every (laughs) tour event that you watch on television, somewhere on that event, a tour player is going to hit a wedge shot that comes up very, very short. And the camera is going to go back and show a close-up slow motion of that impact. And the announcer is going to say something to the effect of, oh, you can see he hit it a little high in the face. And when you do that, a wedge just doesn't go as far. Do you have any argument with that? Or is that what you know to be true as well? No. Absolutely. So my question is, why the hell should I be satisfied with that? I can build a driver I can hit anywhere on the club face. Why can't I build a wedge that I can hit anywhere on the club face and get the same distance? And that's what my mission has been for 30 years. And what we're introducing this week with Edison Wedges is the most forgiving, accurate, high spinning wedge that has ever been built, ever. And I've got robotic data to prove it. And we're not talking three to 5% accurate, we're talking 65% smaller dispersion patterns, 40 to 80% more spin. On full swings. I mean, we have radically redesigned the wedge and radically redesigned wedge performance.
1: So that begs the question, and I, know, I certainly don't want you to give any secrets away, but how? What's different about your wedge versus what we're going to see from the Titleist, you know, with their with their new designs and and the high toe stuff that we see from uh, you know Callaway and, and some of the others? What's different?
0: Everything. We have we have taken a traditional face profile at address and we have completely rearranged the mass on the back of the golf club. The back of our golf club looks nothing like the back and if and if you pull the graphics off of the top five major brands of wedges, I would defy most golfers to be able to tell one from the other if I pull the graphics off and the cosmetic treatment. Because wedges are all basically the same because the tour player doesn't want Radical changes in his wedges, because he would have to relearn everything. So if I've got a tour staff, and and I guess my question is, and this is kind of being a heretic, if you will, but if I've got ten of my retainered staff tour professionals who are paid by me to play my golf clubs, how objective is their opinion going to be of my golf clubs? And secondly. Am I going to introduce a golf club that they all haven't seen and looked at and tested? You know, <clears throat> the the guys go out on on the tour, they prove their wedges. When the tour player says, "I love these," they bring it to the market, and the rest of us suffer. i mean, that's my that's my belief. I've watched it on the robot. I've talked to thousands of recreational golfers, and if you're listening, and you get plenty of spin, and you never come up short with your wedge shots. And you're just, and you throw darts and you hit it inside twelve to fifteen feet every time you put a wedge in your hand, then stay with what you have
1: so Terry, one of the unique differences I think in in a lot of your designs over the course of time, whether you go back all the way back to score and then you know forward, is the soul of your uh, of your wedges because it takes the need to understand bounce and grind out of it. Talk about how that sets up.
0: Well, I invented a sole, and I would call it the Kaler sole. I invented this and patented it in 1990. And I went on a trip to Scotland, and the turf over there was very different than what I play. And my wedges were killing me with that super firm turf. And I went into Octoloni's Golf Shop off the 18th Green at, at the old course at St. Andrews and was looking around his shop and I had done putter design and I'd been fiddling around with wedges and I saw he had a grinding wheel and I asked him if I could come back over with a wedge. Cause I had an idea and I <clears throat> ground on this wedge. I remember the brand I had one of the top wedges, mainstream wedges. They all alike, as I said, in my opinion. And I ground the heck out of the bottom of this wedge and created two positive bounce angles and a very severe bounce from the leading edge back about a quarter of an inch and then I ground off the back to make the back part of it a, mi- a milder bounce and it was magical the rest of my trip in Scotland so I came back and but my the way I ground that wedge it made the wedge look really ugly up around the hosel and everything but I got around that and I came back started working welding up wedges and grinding different and I came up with this idea that if I have a really steep bounce on the front part of the sole and a shallow bounce on the back part of the sole and those two angles are blended to for each range of lofts in my bag that I could create a sole that would not find a lie it didn't like and I put that sole on wedges from Merrick Golf my first company Reed Lockhart Golf my second company Eidline Golf my third company Score I put them on the Ben Hogan TK wedges and I've always continued to refine that. I have put a variation of that sole on these wedges, and I really believe it's the best iteration I've ever had. And the way I look at it is I'm a, I'm a heretic, if you will, to the whole idea of fitting bounce. Because, again, I've researched and read the wedge fitting profiles of 60,000 golfers, and they tell me eighty percent 80% of them say that, they take different divots. I don't know about the other 20%. I don't believe they take the same divot every time, but they say they do. 80% of golfers say they play different turf from hole to hole, round to round, course to course. I don't know who the 20% are that play a course that has the same turf everywhere cause I've never seen one of those. But the idea of fitting bounce is only, in my opinion, is only real if your swing path and are the turf conditions stay the same. But what amazes me is everybody says, we're going to go to all this trouble to fit bounce, but everybody play the same shaft. And I've found that if I get the right shafts in your wedges and I get a sole that can handle any lie you throw at it, now we've really got custom fit wedges. I get your loft gapping properly. Now I've really got custom fit wedges because there's not, we're sitting here at night, right? It's eight or nine o'clock. Some of us are going to play golf tomorrow, but I'm going to go fish, but some are going to play off tomorrow. But there's not a person listening that knows what their next lie is going to look like when they when they have a wedge in their hand. Not one person knows what it's going to be. Is it going to be tight? Is it going to be fluffy? Is it going to be soft? Is it going to be hard? You just don't know, and you better have a soul in your wedge that will handle that lie because when you get there, you've got two or three wedges in your bag, and that's all you have. And if you're playing dry course conditions and it rains tonight, a tour player would go to the van and get new wedges free. We don't get to do that. We got to play with the ones that we spent five or $600 on, and they better do the job through all the courses and holes and rounds of golf we played this year. So, Terry, and that's, I believe created a, a soul that can do that.
1: That's a, that's a point that I don't think enough of us, you know, and us, by us. I mean, we amateur and and weekend golfers understand that course conditions and the, and the kind of turf that we're going to go play on, like, you know, my, my my uh, previous guest, Tom Patrick, now coming from the North down to Florida to teach for the winter. And for those, those folks that are migrating South for the winter, your turf conditions are going to be very different. If say you, you're migrating from a New York, uh, you know, a Chicago or what have you, down to Florida, those turf conditions are very different. And then, therefore, your, correct me if I'm wrong, your wedges are going to interact with the turf very differently than what you're used to, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if you play in the north or the Midwest where you can take these beaver pelt divots because the ground is so soft, if you took a divot that big on my golf course, you'd be in the emergency room with two sprained wrists. Or if you do that in Florida, you know the ground is a lot firmer, but recreational golfers, you know, we make a, our driver doesn't care. We're going to put the ball up on a tee. It doesn't care where we're playing, but the rest of our clubs, particularly our wedges, you know, they need to be able to handle whatever turf we run into and whatever swing path we run into. You know, I mean, if if, if you look at, at golfers that have developed some short game skills, Sometimes they pick the ball up a little steep and drop it down behind the club pretty steeply to hit this kind of a shot. But the very next swing, they may take it back shallower and bring it through the ball shallower to hit that kind of shot. Well, if I'm going to fit your swing path, you can't go changing it on me, right? And if I'm going to fit you for firm turf, you know, then how you play soft turf? And I really believe, and this is something medicine will support till the day is long. You need to try the wedges on your golf course hitting the shots that you face and comparing them to the wedges you're familiar with so that you can see what launch angle is about and see what, how the ball reacts on the green, how the club reacts out of different turf, out of your bunker sand. And I would tell you if somebody's trying to sell you wedges off of a, a mat, they can't do it. If they're trying to sell you wedges off of a driving range, that's not where you're going to use your wedges. And you need to take demo wedges – with the shafts similar to what you play in your irons, with the loss that are at least close to what you're going to buy, and you need to put those on your own golf course. And, you know, Edison Golf is going to have a, a demo program that will let you take golf clubs on your own golf course. And I don't think you can buy wedges without doing that. And you have, and I'm a big believer, I talk about the shafts and wedges a lot. The shaft is the engine of a golf club in every club, that's your connection with the club head. It's no less important in a wedge than it is in your driver because your wedge shaft has to do so much. It has to, let's say that you have a, a full swing gap wedge, 110 yards, 100 yards, whatever your number is. You take that swing with it and you you pull it a little, you tug it a little bit and now you hit it eight feet off the left edge of the green and you're going to chip with that gap wedge. So you took the exact same golf club, and the last swing, you put a 75 mile an hour swing on it, and the next swing, you're going to put a six mile an hour swing on it. That's asking a lot of a shaft to to give you optimal performance on both those two successive shots.
1: To that end, one of the things, and we we talk about getting fit for your clubs all the time here on show, the show. A lot, and most of that time is spent around your your woods and your and your regular iron sets. It really doesn't talk about. Needing to get fit differently for your wedges, right? Because I think if I understand you correctly, is maybe the the right wedge needs a different shaft than what your iron set needs. Talk about being fit for your wedges.
0: Well, I believe in the concept of a seamless transition. So if you get custom fitted for irons, and you find that your performance and your strength profile and a good fitter is set you up with a KBS Tour 80 graphite, regular flex. The last thing in the world you need is some wedges off the rack with a 130-gram stiff steel shaft because you have a massive disconnect in feel and performance between those golf clubs. And yet, somewhere in the round of golf, you and your buddy are riding in a cart maybe, and your mole's over here on this side of the fairway, and he pulls up to his. And you take your range finder and your iron set match pitching wedge and your gap wedge, because it's probably an in-between those two clubs. And you've got a gap wedge with, a, again, a KBS Tour 80 Graphite R-Flex, I mean, a pitching wedge set match that you've been fitted for. And you've got your Tour design gap wedge that you bought at the retail store, and it's got 130-gram stiff steel shaft in it you have a massive disconnect and you cannot it is physically impossible to put the same swing on those two golf clubs the shaft is 50 grams different and 20 cycles different than flex excuse me but you you can't put the same swing on it's physically impossible you know it's like you know getting out of your pickup and into your sports car and you got an adjustment to make or vice versa so I'm a big believer in wedge fitting that if you've been fitted for your irons, whatever that shaft is, you want shafts in your wedges that are compatible, that are seamless. They not have to exactly be the same brand maybe. I believe wedge shafts have to have a little different characteristics than short iron shafts because we're using them at so many different club edge speeds. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of parallel tip shafts. I developed a, a secret sauce tipping procedure years ago that that we can make that shaft a little firmer at the bottom and a little softer up in the midsection. It doesn't balloon the golf ball. It gives you movement when you're at your slow clubhead speeds. That shaft has to be moving a little bit for you to have optimum feel. And and I would tell you something else about shafts. I believe the vast majority of, of recreational players, you know, 5 to 8, 12, 20 handicappers, have gone to lighter shafts and softer flexes And you need to do that in your wedges too. Because if you think that a tour professional is here and he's hitting all these little shots around the green with his 130-gram steel stiff shaft, this guy is also a gym rat. He has got phenomenal forearm strength that you don't have, I don't have, none of your listeners have. So he can do things with that 130-gram shafted wedge that you need an 80- or 90-gram shafted wedge so that you can have a more balanced weight of the golf club to your forearm strength profile, I don't ever hear anybody talk that, but I believe it's real.
1: Now that you've got us all sort of – piqued our interest in, in what you're doing with Edison Golf and, and what your wedges are going to be like and, and the opportunity to get a demo wedge and all of those sorts of things, when is all of that going to become available, and how can we stay up to date to make sure we know when it's available?
0: Well, because you and I have had this nice relationship and you've been so nice to have me on your show, Actually, I li- we've had the site up for a few weeks with password protection. We've invited some friends to go in. We created a thing called the Edison 500 Club, and we're in production with 500 sets, three wedge sets right now, that will be sold to the first 500 people that, that want them. Um, and this, we've, we've made them available to our friends and family, and. I lifted the password a few hours ago. The press release on Edison Golf is not going out until tomorrow evening or Thursday morning first thing. If anybody's listening to your podcast, they've got to jump on these because I think they're gonna go very fast. And the Edison five hundred club, what we're doing, these these sets will all be marked one in five hundred. Um They will come with a little package of Edison swag, a cap, a towel, a mark repair tool. The 500 people who buy these, we want you to help us build this company. We don't have the money to go up against the big guys. I just got a better product than they do for recreational golfers. And that's a bold statement. But when you get to the website, you're going to see I put robotic data right on the website. I'll show you how much better these are. Nobody else does that. Nobody else publishes data. I'm showing you the data. I've got a sixty-five percent smaller dispersion pattern, up to double the spin on full swings, two to four degree lower launch angle. Um, we've got a more consistent smash factor. The soul loves every light combined. And we're a full custom company. We're not gonna build any stock wedges, There won't be in any retail stores, you'll buy direct from us as we get into regular production in, in late March when we have two more production tools to build and um and we'll be building a green grass network because I believe golf pros should help sell wedges. I think they should help you with your wedges. And most golfers could take two to eight strokes off their score if they would get the right wedges in their bag and engage their golf professional and spend the time to learn how to be better from whatever wedge range is. Whether you hit pitch and wedge 130 or 110, you need to get better in wedge range. And your scores will reflect it, and they'll reflect it very quickly.
1: So, how can we, how can we rush and get out there and be be a, a part of the first 500?
0: So it's EdisonWedges.com. Um, the site is up and open. You can read all about what we've done, who we are, who I am, my history, uh, what the technology story is behind these golf clubs. But we're doing, I mean, we've got the sole design that's the best ever. We've got this completely re, re, reinvented distribution of mass that makes the golf ball just do remarkable things. We've got tremendous offering of shafts. We've got, we're, we've also created one of the big stories in wedges is that they wear out too fast. And we work with our foundry to create what we call durable chrome, which is twice as thick as everybody else's chrome. It's going to help these faces last longer. So everything we can do to help golfers be better wedge players. Uh, one other thing about the Edison 500 club, when you get one of these sets and you're, you're one of our first 500 people, um, we're going to ask you to help us spread the word. We're going to provide you with, with cards with your unique number on them. You can refer people to the site. You can earn points for cash rewards, discounts, trips. We haven't figured out what. We want to reward the people. I mean, I've always benefited by word of mouth because I'm, I'm I'm very proud of the fact that I have so many people that tell me I make the best wedges they've ever had. And, and I know we do. I mean, I've seen it on the robot data. I know they're better. And, you know, everything, you know, when we go in the marketplace, if somebody buys one of these sets of clubs, and you don't like them, box them right back up and send them back to us. When we go into the market this spring, we're going to have a very simple performance guarantee. If you buy Edison wedges and you play them, and you don't agree they're the best you've ever had, you send them back and we'll buy you any other wedges in the market you want. Wow. That's bold. I mean, I just know how good they are. (laughs) I mean I've 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 been working on this. I thought I was gonna retire when I left Hogan Company in late twenty sixteen. And I thought I was gonna retire and after I got through fishing and catching back up with my golf and shooting some birds and and doing a remodeling project, I realized I wasn't done yet with wedges. There's still more that I could do. And I've been prototyping and testing the Scott Club now for a little over two years. So, um I know what we have here.
1: Well, Terry, I'm excited to 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 take a look at the wedges and and hear more about it and stay up to date with you know, all the things going on with the 500 Club and and when they uh, with the press release comes out and everything you're doing. I can't. I don't know that I've been this excited about a wedge set. Maybe and and you know all the time I've been playing golf. I'm 54 years old. Started playing when I was 12. So do the math. It's been you know 40ish years and um, you've really got me excited about what these wedges might be able to do for my golf game and, and certainly well, for our I, listeners, so thank you'll
0: you You'll be that. excited when you hit them. I mean, it it they will elicit a wow. I mean, you hit it high in the face, you feel it, but it goes the same distance as a good one, and, and that's what I've been after with my wedge designs. I started thickening the top of the golf club. That's a very interesting little tidbit for you. You know, everybody in wedges now is thickening the top of the golf club a little bit, I none of them yet have thickened to the top of the golf club to the level that I did with the Reed Lockhart wedges in 1995. They're still not there. And I think of it even more with Eidolon in the early 2000s. I went to progressive weighting in 2011 with Score, the mate, the leading brand of wedges introduced progressive weighting in 2016, five years later. And, you know, I'm just telling you, I designing wedges for recreational players. Is a totally different challenge than designing wedges for tour players, and the tour players have some very, very talented people working with them. I mean, I, I think Bob Bokey and Roger Cleveland, two of them, I mean, they're, they're just amazing. Mm-hmm. They do their thing with tour players, and I do mine with 18 handicappers and 12 handicappers, and we're different. I, my favorite thing is to have a 10 or 12 handicapper telling me he's never hit his wedges better. That is the biggest reward for what, I, what I've been doing with my whole life. It just, it, it just makes me swell with pride.
1: Well, you're doing great stuff, Terry. You've done it all throughout your career, and I'm sure you've done it again here with the Edison Wedge. So I look forward to playing them and seeing uh, seeing how they perform. I'm sure it's going to be outstanding. Again, let everybody well, know written. how they can stand today we'll, with it. Yeah,
0: it's EdisonWedges.com. Go in, have fun, read what we're about. And uh, if you'd like to be part of this from the ground floor, join the Edison 500 Club and be one of our 500 ambassadors.
1: Terry, thank you so much for uh, being generous with your time and sharing the story. I look forward to catching up with you again real soon and staying up to date with with what's going on at Edison Wedge. Again, very excited to see him.
0: Thanks again, Chris. Sorry for my voice being a little cracky today, but we got through it without me dying, so that's good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is good. Terry, take care. All the best to you and your family. We'll catch up soon.
0: All right. Have a Merry Christmas and a happy holidays for all of you and all of your listeners.
1: Thank you, Terry. Thank you very much. That's the great Terry Kaler, folks. EdisonWedges.com is the name of the site. And I tell you what, I'm genuinely excited to see. I mean, if you can get 31 feet closer on average based on the data and, you know, you get the same distance whether you – you hit it on, you know, whatever groove it might have come off or where you get it maybe a little high in the face and it still gets you close to the pin, I mean, you can't ask for anything more than that, right? I mean, we've we've been excited about what happens with drivers and all the different technologies and that sort of thing. We've been excited about what happens with, you know, some of the the new iron sets that we have and the putter designs. The wedges have sort of not been as, you know, on the front table as they probably should have. To Terry's point, haven't changed a whole lot over the years. And now he's going to come out with something that's going to get us much closer to the pin. That's that's what we're all looking for, right? What do we got to lose? Become one of the 500. Check it out online. Terry's been a great friend over the years and uh, very forthcoming and very open and transparent. And, and everything he's told me so far has led me to believe that these are going to be a great wedge set. And I'm looking forward to getting them. I'm, I look forward to be part of the 500. You know I'm going to be in there. All right, folks, time for me to put a bow on this episode of Next on the T. want to send out my sincere thanks tonight to Bill Bergen, Gail Graham, Tom Patry, and Terry Kaler for joining me. Please check out our website, nextonthetea.net. You'll be able to stay up to date with all the great things that we're doing and what our guest schedule looks like. You can also stream us. Download the Podbean app. You can take us with you everywhere you go. We're also on launchpaddm.com, Spotify, iHeart. Audio Boom, Player.fm, we're all over the net. If you've got a favorite podcasting site, we're probably on it. But uh we can't thank our friends over at Podbean enough. They have been a, a huge supporter of ours and uh, featured us several times on their mobile app, and we can't thank them enough for that. And if you love podcast folks, across all genres, download that Podbean app. Folks, I can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show tonight and continuing to make us a part of your golfing content. Until next week, hit straight, my friends.
0: with Christmas carol the